And it's always more fun when we start the day with you. So uh, feel free to reach out, 877-310-4MSJ. You can call, you can text, Facebook message. You can do whatever you want to. Get a hold of us. <laughs> Find a way. Trust us. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, we love having you along. I think Diane is on the way. We're going to go into the producer's mailbag later on this morning. So, so many ways to be a part of the show. Hey, guys, I heard producer Emily say, and I thought it was cool, and I thought we should ask... Her baby Todd is having his first birthday party this weekend. Oh, yeah. What's the theme and what time should I show up? The no, I'm joking. <laughs> the theme is um the original Winnie the Pooh. Kind of before Disney got Winnie, oh, yeah. you know? Yes. Um, the, the classic. What is classic. the difference? Well, just, Disney is more colorful and more animated, yeah. maybe. The yeah. classic is more subtle, pastel, mm-hmm. and more touching to the hot it reminds me it looks like a more of a victorian look I don't that's know right why. it does that's, that's right. very soft and subtle because in the future you're gonna have like power rangers yeah. and ninja turtles so are, are you gonna be the geek mom that's explaining this to everybody no this is the original everybody i don't know i'm pretty sure most people know except for yeah. you murph Apparently. yeah okay she doesn't have to explain <laughs> things to all of her friends and we're having it at a park so that's awesome they have like this huge place where the kids can play and it's right, right. by our house we did that for Phoebe's first birthday. Like, why not? The weather was gorgeous. Yeah. So you're going to have it at the Hundred Acre Wood. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to get a sign that said that, but just, you should totally do that. That would be too much. Sweet. I've already spent too much. Yeah. You can make that party. a party that he won't remember. Get your crafty husband to break out a piece of wood and make it. You know, he won't remember it, but there will be pictures. Oh yeah. And I don't want him to be like, look at my brother's first birthday and then look at mine. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I am true. really trying to beat that I don't know if you call it a stigma or whatever of being the, the second baby. child. Right. I, I want him to have as many pictures. He has the birthday book and the calendar of the first year and I'm writing everything down. The teeth come in. Yes, and, and you will do all of that and huh. they still will feel like you might at times right. that you might favor one over the other because Jake looks more <sighs> like you. Just I'm not trying to rain on that. Anyway, we have a cute picture of Phoebe yeah. from her first birthday party yeah. that was at a park asleep in a swing in the baby <laughs> swing like that. Oh, that's the best kind. Yeah, it was fun. Too much birthday. So, excited. so what time? I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys ready for your first Hollywood Outsider of the morning? This Friday night is the girl, I say the Friday night, that's when I'm planning to see it, the girl on the train. Mm-hmm. This in, in the theaters is going to blow up the box office. I have okay. some behind the scenes that you may not have n- known about. From this, elsewhere on the train? From elsewhere on the train. Next. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, I cannot wait to see this thriller on the big screen. Even if they change it from the book, I'm not going to be disappointed because I think Emily Blunt is the most fabulous thing that we've had from England in forever. The Girl on the Train debuts this weekend at the box office. I saw her from the train. She was was with this man. Just for a second. Is this her? So everybody in this room has read this book except for me, right? That's right, Murphy. You don't read fiction, but it was a fun, good thriller. The thing about it that was interesting to me is this character was basically a drunk and a sad, frail person. And to be inside of that, and that was fiction. I'm not saying it was real, but to be inside of a character like that was Mm eye-opening, you know? to the struggle uh-huh. that that must be because she wanted she's a good person she wanted to be clear and focused and good and re- 
re- rehabilitated, but it called to her and it ruined a, a yeah, lot of her that life. That's a depressing part of the book. There are depressing and, parts of it. So, but, but it this, colors it for you. Does this have a really weird twist, though? It might. I don't know. Right. Justin Thoreau, Jennifer Aniston's husband, Justin Thoreau, who yeah. is so wonderful, plays the ex-husband in this movie. I can't wait to see it. But all right, I'm going to tell you what happened on the set. Everybody wanted her to do method acting on the set and have a glass of wine. Loosen up. You're playing somebody who's just downed three martinis on a train ride, and she's making up stuff about people she sees, and then she actually sees something bad happen. Um, I won't give away any more than that. And she would not do it, and she said she couldn't do it because she really wanted to focus. She was lying. She was pregnant. She just found out she was pregnant with her second child, and she wouldn't. And then Justin Thoreau, who also plays, I mean, who was also Jennifer Aniston's husband, um, they have a scene where they get physical, where he gets physical with her, and she wouldn't do it. And she also has, in the past, done her own stunts with like Tom Cruise and stuff. Right. And so after that scene was shot, they're sitting at the table in the green room or whatever. He's like, are you pregnant? He was the first one to guess, and uh-huh. it was before she told the world. Yeah. Isn't that cool? It just seems like she probably should have said something, though. Yeah. What's the harm in well, it, Well, right? wait. If she's only a few weeks in, you don't want to tell a whole movie set that yeah, you're pregnant, and then that get out the into reason. the world. You want to shoot that scene, though, and do it right. She she did it right. Oh, a lot yeah. of accolades for this performance, and I'm just excited about it. It's at the box office this weekend. The Girl on the Train. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Well, guys, Diane is up next. She has a question for you, Murphy and Jody, about your <clears throat> private life. We love having you along. In fact, give us a call anytime you want to be a part of the show. 877-310-4MSJ. What you want to know, Diane? What kind of a dog did you get on Saturday to rescue? <laughs> oh. We got two. We got... Oh, did you? Yeah, look, here's the deal. Shelters are often full of sweet pity pies. I like to call them the pits. And I have a, a soft spot for that breed. So we did get a sweet pit girl who was who's very submissive and was very scared. And now she's at my house running around Aww. smiling. She looks like the dog from The Little Rascals. Yeah. She's an angel. Sam, Sam would love her. But Murphy could not resist this yellow lab yeah. who's the all-American dream dog who's five years old. His owner joined the Navy and had to surrender him and couldn't find... And it was like he didn't belong in a shelter. And he has not stopped playing fetch at my house since... Two days ago. Oh, oh, oh. Me too. I rescued greyhounds. Wow, <laughs> see. Greyhounds have a special place in my heart, and I and I get teared up every time I said I, oh. I had to put one down on in July. But why greyhounds oh. specifically? Like, what's that story? Because of how they're treated at the track. Yeah. They are tre- I, I visited a track, mm-hmm. several tracks, and they are treated very well. Very, very badly. Mm. They love you unconditionally. It's work and all that, but it just makes me happy to do it. So I'm glad to be back in the fostering business, you know? Yep. And, you know, and when you come at the end of the day, Jody, when you go home, if you've had a bad day, they come up to you with that tail wagon and (laughs) it's like, Everything's forgotten. They take it all away. I know. It's so true, Diane. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And yeah, this this dog named Buddy is a he's a total guy's dog. Sam. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just a he's a dude's he's dog. He's big. He fetches. I mean, he's just he smiles. Yeah, that's why I don't think we'll have any any problem finding a kinda, family for him. Kind of dog you take to the park to pick up chicks. Yes, and you, you can't borrow sure. him, Sam. <laughs> Text or call us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Finally found proof that women drivers are better than men, male drivers, Sam. Really? I know you probably won't mm-hmm. believe this. There's a specific reason next. Truly.
Apparently, there's some proof now that uh, women drivers are better than men drivers, on average. Okay. What's the uh, proof? Why do we always do this? Why is it always women drivers are better or men drivers are better? How about some people are better drivers? I mean, I it's get that. It's true but, that some people are better, regardless of male or female. But it's yeah. funny, but insurance companies will, you know, price differently according to that. I men, know. men are more prone to certain you know types what? of accidents and others that's true and uh, but the thing mm-hmm. but this this study is not from the united states it's from scotland actually oh it's the first time it where the it, the the really Great Scott. well everything is kind of flipped around now <laughs> yeah they it, drive on the other side of the road yeah <laughs> do they in scotland i would assume I mean, in england i know they do but i didn't know if they did it in scotland i don't know yes they do i've been okay of course you're not emily of course <laughs> But, uh, but anyway, they say that uh, female drivers are really better than men overall because of, A, temperament, mm-hmm. less prone to the road rage kind of stuff that happens. Yes. They're less prone to speed. Yes. Yeah. Which I guess, you know, they haven't Same watched thing. Jody drive. And then, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, Jody's, Jody's good. Jody is a, you know, she's one of those, just, she'll grab my shoulder if I'm a few you know miles per hour. Well, over. let me say this. Oh, yeah. You know what? Maybe I'm not the safest driver. I think you're a very safe driver. Uh, but I will say this. I am not prone to take it personally. I th- I don't think the people driving around me <laughs> have something personally against me if they speed up or cut in front of me. Uh, where Can I say this? As Murphy, you do feel... You, you get irritated with an individual when it's just traffic, man. It's just that's what happens. See, this is why women drivers are better than male drivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Men tend I don't to take, take it that, personally. I mean, men tend to be aggr- more aggressive. That's yeah. one of the things that's on the list. Men tend to be more aggressive drivers. Right. What about you, Sam? You right. are you're 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 a confident driver. You're like everything's really sharp and fast. Yeah. When Jody drive in the seat next to you, you have that. <laughs> Yes. Or, the, or the hand goes up and yes, it's like, I know. Yes. what? What did I do? I don't ride with you that often, yeah. so I'm not <laughs> used to you. So when you get erratic, I get nervous. That's all. <laughs> you know, men are aggressive drivers. <laughs> well, apparently there are now some facts to back that up. Uh, you know what? I bet you if they did the same survey in the U.S., it would probably come out oh, the same yeah. way, right? Men are definitely it, more it could aggressive. Even, it could even be worse, yeah. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right. Sam is single. An aggressive oh, driver. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Okay, but you... Do seem happier than you've been before. Happy single Sam. Can yeah. you explain? You know, we haven't had an Let's update on that. any of that in quite some uh, time. I'll explain next. And as you know, Sam, you know, is... Uh, single. Well, he's single, yeah. You Sometimes know, ready to mingle. You know, three three X's, and uh, it, you, you tried to do the online dating thing earlier this year, but you decided to take a break from it. Yeah. I'm and after divorced. that amazingly good dating profile. Yeah. yeah, that was written by Jody. It was written Hence by Jody. She says that. But, oh, excuse me. You said it was great. Oh yeah, it was good. <clears throat> but, I had to chop okay. some of it up though. But I just realized the last time you really went on a date, even though it was a very casual one, was June, and so we haven't had an update since then. Yeah, I think he's happy, <clears throat> content, which is nice to see. I don't want to say I've given up. I just want to say I've throttled back, throttled back, prolonged the singletude. <laughs> just because it's like I realize. You know, if I if I I look at somebody and say, you know what, I don't know, I, say, ah, I just don't feel like doing it. I, I don't do, know. He wants to do what he wants to do. He wants his own time. Yes, that's it, right yeah. there, Emily. I really realize now that I've been single because you know I have I have I was never single for any long period of time for it's true uh, right. about thirty years relationship, <laughs> relationship relationship right and so now I realize with this freedom of singleness, it's like I like being able to have my house and do my things when I want to do my things and not have to 
be beholden to someone. Yeah. Well, I think that's a healthy break for you to be on, really. So good. Seriously. That's why. And really I don't know happy. that. And, and, you know, it's kind of like drinking where it's like, I don't look five years into the future. Look right now. Yes. yes that's so it's true. It's like, I, that's where I have to, because I keep thinking, well, am I going to do this forever? Am I going to stay single forever? What am I, I, I going to do? I think that makes you more attractive to be comfortable with where you are and be by yourself. I'm sorry, but somebody who just cannot, you know, who, if you can't be by yourself, it's not as attractive. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I had, I had a friend I was discussing that with, and she had said that the reason she keeps going back and going back and going back is because she can't stand being alone. She needs companionship. Yeah. And it's like... It's very human to need I'm, that. That's the number one yeah, human it need. Right. It is. To have connection with somebody. But if you're always having to search for it, that seems like an unhappy place. That being said, if the person, the right person comes along and it, you know, it's like, yeah. this is it. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely willing to jump into this. Then I would do it. Possibly. So, are you on the dating websites or no? Oh no, I got off of those nice. a while back. Wow, Peace. cool! That's um, just a healthy break, Sam. <laughs> just sitting around in the house waiting for somebody to show up. <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider: the Paris robbery involving Kim Kardashian and what we know today. And by the way, she's safely back at home with a ton of security. Jody's Hollywood outsider. So, the big story, I suppose, this week. I don't think it could get more unreal than this for the public is that Kim Kardashian was bound and gagged in her private Paris hotel apartment while um, you know her husband was well, in Kanye the States was performing here. in New York. In she New York. was in Paris for the fashion show and she for got robbed. For Fashion Week. For Fashion Week and she did get robbed. More details. Well first of all you know there are some people who are saying this is not, this didn't really happen this way, that this is a setup, that this has been blown out of proportion. French authorities have not said very much at all. It sounds super scary because what she told um, police in in France, what Kim said was she was lying in bed. She heard boots pounding up the stairs of her two-story apartment. Mm-hmm. One masked man and then one man wearing a police hat. She saw them through a sliding glass door. And she, before she could pick up her phone and call her bodyguard, who had gone out with some of the other family members, because once she was secure and safely secure, right. they, he had gone, his name is Pascal, and he had gone out to cover other people. She tried to call him, but they yanked the phone out of her hands before she could do that. Um, they zip-tied her hands with plastic and like handcuffs and duct-taped her to make it all very secure. Eventually, they put duct-tape over her mouth because she was crying, is what she told mm-hmm. French authorities. The French authorities have not said very much. There's no surveillance video that's been released or anything like that, and the family has not made a statement. But there are those in the media who think this is not, this is not, if it, if it happened, it didn't happen this way. Yeah, but whatever. You can't say that yeah. yet. You can't, even if you want to believe that, you shouldn't say that yet. You can't say that yet. She said they only spoke French and they didn't, you know, she couldn't understand what they were saying except ring, which she knew that they were after her $4.5 million ring, the big, big, big one. That What was, um, the, what was the total? Like $11 million worth of jewelry? Yeah, I was re- told yesterday it was like $14 million. Wow. It looks like now only $11 million. They took the ring, they took phones, and they took a whole jewelry box, which everything in Kim Kardashian's jewelry box is real. Oh, well, yeah. She's not like the rest of us where it's like, yeah, I got yeah, that. It's about 50 bucks. Walmart, you can have yeah. It. No statement from the Kardashian family yet. Moving on to something fun. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider at 7.55 this morning. Harry Potter is coming back in a big, big way this month. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. All right, coming up just after 7, Jody's oldest daughter, Taylor, is she's asking for permission for something? Yeah, that she's already done. Oh, nice teenagers. So in case you missed why Sam is still single... 
or why women drivers are actually better than men drivers. Wow. <laughs> Very personal today. Uh, download the. You can subscribe to the podcast at murphysamandjody.com or on iTunes. You can even download the free Murphy, Sam, and Jody app for your smartphone and listen whenever it's convenient for you. The other day, um, when I picked up Taylor from her friend's house, Taylor our is our oldest. She's 15 and backing out of their driveway. And she's like, Mom, I... I want to know if it's okay with you if I start watching this new show. And I know how this goes. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, so did you already start watching it at your friend's house? Yeah. yeah, kind of. Okay, what is it? Stranger Things. Will is is missing. I don't know where he is. Will! Will! Guys, I really think I'm like, can turn absolutely, back. you can watch it. I, you know, it's okay for her. It's got Sam's seal of approval. All right. Yeah. Mr. Sam loves it. I told her that. And, and she's like, you and dad can watch it, but you don't have to watch it with me because I'm ahead of you and I don't want to wait because she knows that we're planning to watch it. I don't care if we start this week. I'm fine with it. We yeah. need it. We're ready for something else. Yeah. But she also agrees. No Phoebe on this one. Phoebe's 11. And she even told me there's some very disturbing things that would bother Phoebe. She knows Phoebe better than we do. Yeah. Like they're so tight. So should we not watch this show at night before we go to bed? Just oh, asking. You can we're going to be talking about scary movies coming up. This is a Netflix show. <laughs> I'm right, just yeah. asking. I mean, he has a few things, but it's not Friday the 13th scary, no. Well, he's saying that because whatever we watch at night... It does affect his dreams. Oh, like if we when we were watching Narcos, you know, he was yeah, like, "It's ridiculous." I was, was having waking coffee up in with Columbia. Pablo Escobar. It's like, please stop it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, isn't that funny? <clears throat> she starts watching a, a show at a friend's house and then tells me, How "Hey, far can in I watch is she, it?" She she's say? about four in, and it's only oh, eight, so she's yeah. halfway. Yeah, and her favorite character is eleven. Yeah. So anyway, that's the name of the character, right? The right, character's that's name. The character's is name. Yeah. So anyway, she's on it. We're about to be on it. Poor Phoebes. She'll just have to get a book while we're doing it. We're not going to ignore her for that, but I mean, we're right. on it finally. Coming up, Sam has music news. Boy, do I, Jody. I now know the exact date, proven exact date that Bruno Mars' new song's coming out. Finally. Sam's got music news. We have heard all kinds of rumors about Bruno Mars' new stuff coming out sometime soon. I think even his dad chimed in that it was coming out before the end of the Ready. year. Well, now he has gone online and taken it upon himself to tell us when. That's the last new music we heard from Bruno. Yeah, and you know what? That was my mother's favorite song from him. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Before she passed away in April, I remember her talking about Loving she constantly watching that YouTube video. Yeah. Unorthodox Jukebox was the album about four years ago. He's been in the Super Bowl twice. He's got that song there. Well, he took to Twitter and announced that coming this Friday, uh, his new song, 24K Magic, will be out. There's the name of it. He says it's going to be this Friday. And I'm ready. Don't have an album I'm date. All or... ready to hear my weekend a, with Bruno. Don't even have a preview yet. Huh? No, we don't have a preview. Okay. I'm still snooping around for that one, but at worst, we'll have it on Friday. Uh, Lady Gaga is now going to play dive bars. Uh, teamed up with Bud Light, and she's going to do this through their Facebook. Uh, later this month, she's going to play three dive bars, a little short set with her new album, Joanne, mm-hmm. playing some songs. This is Perfect Illusion and a couple other songs from it, but you'll be able to stream it on those dates on the Bud Light Facebook page. Okay, she's not going so in there different. to play for hours and hours. It's just a few songs each, and then she said she wants different. to get back into the crowds and be able to stare people in the face. And Yeah. She also has a Super Bowl halftime performance to plan, and that does take months of planning. Yeah. You do need to plan that. That's the biggest world stage. You don't wake up the day of the Super Bowl and go, wait, I'm singing tonight. What about a set list for tonight? Yeah. Uh, and also, Kelly Clarkson has a new uh, lullaby out, Jody. You know, she has the book yeah. R- River Rose and the Magical Lullaby that she wrote for her daughter. Yeah. Uh, well, she's released a lullaby to go with it. Every night. 
sweet. Man. I don't know if I ever could find someone as kind and dear. Ah, I could relax like to that, Julie huh? Julie Andrews-ish. Yeah, I so, think that would spoil you if you were her daughter and you could get be sung to sleep like that every night. He started on Justin oh, yeah. Timberlake's son. That kid well, gets. Well, that's true too. I mean, right. You know, he gets a concert before every night. Night. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. On the way, we do want to hear about what scary movie really got to you, and maybe you can't watch it alone. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Coming up next, though, Sam, I got to tell you about my most recent visit with yep. Papa. Um, I invited a bunch of family over the other night cooked for everybody and it was wonderful mm-hmm. and um, I was so hopeful that Papa would come I called him I, te- I usually text everybody but he doesn't text well, he, he doesn't look, have time for that he just turned 87 but he does he carries his phone with him everywhere in so his you, pocket you can get him yeah in his pocket so yes but I called him the day before and I explained that you know we're having everybody over we, I really would love for you to be here if you can cooking yada yada no pressure though and so he did say he didn't know he mm-hmm. doesn't ever really confirm when I tell you he lives one day at a time. It's so lovely and correct and right that he lives one day at a time because he said, I don't know how I'm going to feel tomorrow, but if I feel good, I will be there, oh. baby, is what he said. So I was so happy when he did come. He did not drive. He rode with my aunt and uncle because he's having you know eye issues and right. he knows it. You know what I do love is when Jody calls him, he answers with the, with the phone, hey, Jody, because he actually sees the contact ah. name. Hey, baby. Answer. Yeah. It's so cute. Yeah, it is sweet. Yeah, and his is a flip still. I think his phone is a flip. You like those ones on The Departed? <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> you mean from 10 years ago. Yeah, yes. whatever, Great whatever, reference. Whatever. Anyway, you know, he recently lost his home. Yeah. And so it was interesting because he was just telling me about his plans for rebuilding. They're already starting to do street sheetrock and all this stuff. But his home, it's one that he built himself with his own hands. Mm-hmm. But now that they're rebuilding, he wants it more, more simple. I don't know if you caught this part of the conversation, Murphy, but he only wants to redo the front part, the living area, and the um, his bedroom and bathroom. Yeah. The back part, he's like, I'm just going to, I don't know how the rest of the family feels about this, but you, you don't really argue with him. And he, he wants the back part. He doesn't want to mess with it. He's just going to leave it. And he says, and one day when I'm gone, y'all can do that. That's <laughs> what he told so me. So what's the back part? Well, an extra had, bedroom and bathroom. Yeah. And, but because the sheetrock has been ripped out, it's studs. That's yeah. all it is right now. So he's fine with that staying unfinished. He wants he to put up like a curtain and just yeah. live in the front part. <laughs> right. And he okay. told me I'm going to get one chair, one recliner. That's all he wants. One little table. He was just telling me all of his plans. And he, he's just so, so sweet. And I think it just shows how when you get older, you don't really need all that extra. You know, and it's funny how mm-hmm. we spend our whole lives trying to get the house Things. we want, the car we want, right? Stuff, Things. so stuff. And he's just like, yeah, I just need a place to sleep and a kitchen to cook mm-hmm. in and I'm good. Coming up with Murphy's Sam and Jody. What scary movie, because it's scary movie time, what scary yeah. movie really got to you? I mean, made an impression on you. 877-310-4MSJ. That's next. And I guess this is the logical time of the year where you start kind of building a list of scary movies. Although you have to you divide them. You're going to see them. You have to divide them into different categories, I find. Because uh, I'm not a gore guy. Jody isn't either. We just don't do that. We do suspense. I love a good story. If it happens to be scary, that's great. I don't understand the thrill of being afraid, but there's a real thing. People like well, to be afraid, the adrenaline oh yeah, you of it. you pay money to go sit in the theater to get shocked. But, and it's not just movies, though. You, you can see it on TV, like American Horror Story, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's a series that people love to be able to mm-hmm. get sucked you into. You watch that, follow. right, Sam? Oh, yeah. Producer Dave watches it. that hasn't scared me off. It's just... I have a lot of girlfriends who are also school teachers who you can see them the next morning on social media all about American yeah. Horror Story. Like, they get a thrill from that. 
And you know what? Let's just say that. It's really well done. I get it. It's yeah. done well. It's scary. I would not be able to sleep. You know, I wonder if like the old school horror flicks are just kind of dying. Too light. Ha, ha, ha. You know too what I light. mean? No, some, not too light. They're just kind of, by today's standards, I don't know it's been done so much. kind of cheesy, some of the old ones. Right. Oh, of it's course like they you are. you see it coming. You know it's going to come. You know somebody's getting slashed. The and music it's like, gives ah, it away. Yeah. Right. Well, and it's funny. Our oldest daughter, Taylor, is like, Daddy, you know, they just make those movies so the teenage boys can take a girl to them so, so that she will curl up with them. <laughs> it's like, okay. Smart girl. She's figured out the commercial success. Smart girl. There are some newer scary, scary movies. Um, the Conjuring is one that we've heard. In 1971, heard. the Perrin family moved into their dream home, but they didn't know it was the sign of a brutal murder in 1863. I can't deal. All right, there you go. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, grown men leaving that theater screaming is what I've heard. I can't. Oh, do really? It. Well, it's yeah. supposedly really, really well done. So the if you want first, it kicked up a little bit, first paranormal activity was kind of like ah. You know, you don't want to watch any more of those. I know there have been yeah. like five or six of them. Fine yeah. by me. One was good for me. Yeah. Um, I think it, might, it it depends on who you are and what gets to you. I mean, the old one, like Psychological thrill, Thriller Silence of the Lambs, still gets to me. Dr. Lecter, my name is Clarice Starling. Mm. Can I speak with you? You're one of Jack Crawford's, son. I am, yes. Mm. And I saw it when I had first moved out and I was living alone. So I, I went to see it at the theater with a bunch of friends and then I went home alone <laughs> and I couldn't sleep. That and there was not a, bad. And there was a yeah. moth on my door. <laughs> like, mm, I thought Buffalo Bill's outside. Yeah. So which movie, which kind of movie even, psychological thriller or horror, really gets to you and why? 877-310-4MSJ. Alicia, you're next. What scary movie really gets to you and why? Why can't you watch it alone or maybe never again? Because you're going to see them pop up everywhere. It's about time when you are yeah. flipping channels, you're going to see Michael Myers and you're going to see Jason. And well, you're going to hear it. Netflix already has their list out. It's yeah. a category now, the scary movies that if you want that's to. Right. And that's a mix of everything from New the horror old. to the psychological. Yeah, I'm not brave enough to watch the newer ones. I'm just not. Well, it seems like a lot of the old ones still kind of punch through as the true all-time scariest. Yeah. You don't want to watch them again. Alicia, what's yours? Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, really? <laughs> the original? Yeah. Yeah. I can't. Mm-mm, nope. Can't and my do kids Freddy. think it's hilarious, but yeah, I can't do Freddy. <laughs> Did they ever show Freddy actually slash somebody? I don't think so. It's just your imagination, which is worse. No, they show it. <gasps> well, well, no, in the original one, they in the original one, close to the end, they do, I think. I don't remember, I remember that. But I know... As they went on, it showed him actually. Yeah, I can't do that because he messes with your dreams. That's, that's just. <laughs> yeah, you're not you're safe from him anywhere. <laughs> that's yeah. true. You're not safe from him anywhere. The magic blanket don't even defend against Freddy. <laughs> yeah. Good one, Alicia. Look, thank you for calling. Yes, thank you for Have making a- my drive in the morning much more enjoyable. Oh, thank you. Wasn't the first one when Johnny Depp got killed? That's true. Right in the first, like at the party. Right. At the high school party, which is where people, you know, I didn't remember scary men always show up. Well, that's that whole 80s trend thing. It was yeah. it was either a party, people spending the night for a party. Or in the woods. In the woods, summer camps, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Those were all the scenes that were ripe for that kind of stuff. Oh, what about Scream? Scream is a good one. Yeah. Scream is a great, the first Scream. I, there were like yeah. seven others, right? Scream is fabulous because one of the best movie intros ever. It's Drew Barrymore, for goodness sakes. Yeah, it's I know. Drew it's, Barrymore. You say the best. It's one of the worst ever. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> oh, that's why she's only briefly mentioned as featured. But that voice, yeah. I remember seeing that thinking, I can't believe this has yeah. never been done before. The phone call, mm-hmm. I know where you are, I'm watching you sort of a thing. That's classic Probably would have made it brilliant, yeah, right. Yeah. So what movie, scary movies, really get to you, whether horror or psychological thriller, you know it's time. You're going to be seeing them. 877-310-4MSJ. Yep, you can also go on our Facebook page. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. We did that big Harry Potter IMAX announcement yesterday. We're going to break it down for you so you know when to go see which movies. Coming up. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I know you guys heard the news about the Harry Potter films coming back to theaters. All of them, eight films, seven books, eight films in IMAX. For what's the what's the occasion? It's to they're screening in IMAX and 2D, of course, beginning next week, next Thursday, the thirteenth, ahead of the spinoff of Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them. Oh, okay, okay. So, and by the way, when you go to see these Harry Potter movies in IMAX, you can also see a special, sc- I guess, IMAX trailer piece of Fantastic Beasts. Hmm. This is like a public service announcement. These, I mean. I've never seen these like that. Some in of these, IMAX, no, no, and some of them have never been screened in IMAX before. So I love every be single like a one. Straight of these. through marathon, or you can pick and choose. It looks like you can pick and choose. They're going to sell tickets for individual. Like say, if you know the Goblet of Fire is your favorite, and you just want to see that one. Looks like you can do that one, or you could do a package, which means hey, just hit them all, right? If you've got time. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny is that people are always so particular about the book was this and the movie was not enough and. I thought these movies, I know they got better. I thought they were all really impressive. They were these movies were very good as far as eye candy goes. I know, it, as impressive as you expected with all the Stephen the moving pictures and mm-hmm. all the scary people in Voldemort. Don't well, yeah, even. there was stuff in the books. You're like, they're never going to be able to put that in the movie. Just and they like you did. said, the moving pictures. And but, they totally wow. did. IMAX theaters starting October 13th. It's ahead of Fantastic Beasts. You can look it up. Is so super exciting. Pick your favorite or just take a few days off from work and check them all out. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Affleck made kind of an announcement yesterday that his new Batman movie that he's working on, he's going to keep the title very simple. It'll be called The Batman. Considering every time your hero saves a cat out of a tree, you read a puff piece editorial. He's not giving up on this one. That was the Batman versus the Superman there. Yeah. He's not giving up on this one. He's going to come back and he, he's... He's determined to make it bigger and better than ever. Yeah. Also, I want to let you know that Eddie Murphy set to receive the Hollywood Career Achievement Award at the Hollywood Film Awards in November. All right, that's more like it. Shrek and Donkey on another whirlwind adventure. Ain't no stopping us now. Maybe Whoa. he'll be there and he'll do some Maybe stand-up. Maybe we'll finally get some jokes, <laughs> huh? We'll get some stand-up from him. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider at 8.30 this morning. What we know today, new details about the Kim Kardashian robbery. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. On the way next, I took Murphy to the grocery store and remembered why I don't take Murphy to the grocery (laughs) store. Got something new for you. It's called After the Show with Murphy, Sam, and Jody, and you can get it on the podcast because you want to hear it here. But that's the way you can go subscribe. Something special to say, hey, thank you for listening. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or at murphysamandjody.com. I took Murphy grocery shopping with me the other day, which is not something I do very often um, because I zip through and I know what I need and I know where it is. And um, so I'm hitting the first aisle and I turn around and he's gone. I've lost him. And where do you think he was? Electronics? No, 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 no. Take a wild guess, Sam. (laughs) Oh, the Cheetos aisle. Not exactly. No. How about a little hint? Mm. 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 Mm.
Yes, I was in the bakery section at Walmart. Looking at patty pies. Did you find one? <laughs> he did. I did. And you know what's really funny? When you brought in the um, apple, apple cobbler. cobbler thing the other yeah. day, I was like, I just want to try that again because I enjoyed that. And Jody was like, why didn't we? Why don't we just get a patty pie again? The pie so was better. We started better. something. Yeah. yeah. Well, they had the cobblers. They have the berry cobbler and I think a peach cobbler, too. They've we got three different that. kinds. We, he oh. wanted apple cobbler. And so... I, clearly, I didn't spend enough time in the bakery section to notice that. Well, you were have. there for a while, then you got distracted by donuts and all that. <laughs> he didn't buy donuts. It's I so didn't. funny. He doesn't go grocery shopping a lot. You don't. So it's so cute because I, I know he's not going to stay with me because he gets, oh, I didn't know they made this. And yeah. he's there for a long, long time. So yeah. I'm three aisles ahead of him. Donuts with coconut sprinkles? Didn't know those existed. Mm. Anyway, he brought the apple cobbler today if you want some. Oh, he did? It's, it's in your office, right? Yeah, you weren't supposed to tell anybody, but sure, I'll bring it in now. I guess I was going to try to keep it all to myself. Yeah, it's got his mm. name written on it. Mm. Okay, anyway, I will say this. If you want your own, we've got an apple crisp recipe, pumpkin pie, pumpkin bread, pumpkin cheesecake, all that stuff. Fall food, if you will, at murphysamandjody.com for you this week. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Producer Emily's got the mailbag. Your post from our Facebook page and from murphysamandjody.com. Coming up next, though, Sam's going to explain why he's finally a happy single person, right? I'm I'm happy and I know it. I'll clap my hands. And as you know, Sam, you know, is... Uh, single. Well, he's single, yeah. You know, Sometimes ready to mingle. You know, three three exes, and uh, it, you, you tried to do the online dating thing earlier this year, but you decided to take a break from it. Yeah. I'm and after divorced. that amazingly good dating profile. Yeah. yeah. That was written by Jody. It was written Hence by Jody. she says that. But, oh, excuse me. You said it was great. Oh, yeah, it was good. But, I had to chop okay. some of it up, though. But I just realized the last time you really went on a date, even though it was a very casual one, was June, and so we haven't had an update since then yeah i think he's happy he's content which is nice to see i don't want to say i've given up i just want to say i've throttled back throttled back prolong the singletude <laughs> just because it's like i realize you know if i if i i look at somebody and say you know what why don't i say ah, i just don't feel like doing it I, I don't do, know he wants to do what he wants to do he on wants his own time yes that's it right there uh, emily I really realize now that I've been single because you know I have I have I was never single for any long period of time for it's true uh, about thirty years relationship, <laughs> relationship relationship right and so now I realize with this freedom of singleness it's like I like being able to have my house and do my things when I want to do my things and not have to be beholden to someone yeah. well, I think that's a healthy break for you to be on really so good Seriously. that's why and I don't know happy. that and, and you know it's kind of like drinking where it's like I don't look five years into the future look right now yes, yes. that's so yeah, true it's like I, that's where I have to because I keep thinking well am I going to do this forever am I going to stay single forever what am I, I going to do I think that makes you more attractive to be comfortable with where you are and be by yourself I'm sorry but somebody who just cannot you know who, if you can't be by yourself it's not as attractive. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I had, I had a friend I was discussing that with, and she had said that the reason she keeps going back and going back and going back is because she can't stand being alone. She needs companionship. Yeah. And it's like... It's very human to I, need that. That's the number one yeah, human it need. Right. It is. To have connection with somebody. But if you're always having to search for it, that seems like an unhappy place. That being said, if the person, the right person comes along and it, you know, it's like, yeah. this is it. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely willing to jump into this. Then I would do it. Possibly. So, are you on the dating websites or no? No, oh, no, I got off of those nice. a while back. Wow, Peace. cool! That's um, just a healthy break, Sam. <laughs> just sitting around in the house waiting for somebody to show up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Murphy, Sam, and Jody, the producer's mailbag. We love hearing from you. Emily, what is in your bag today? Jody, it sounds like you had a little issue in the kitchen. Sure, we um, did. You tried to cook some meat in your hey, slow cooker did. and couldn't she, find the top. She did it well. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. But man, the meat came out good. Oh my gosh. I was. I had this beautiful pork roast. I had 20 people coming to the house for a taco bar. And Murphy convinced me to do shredded pork tacos which is a good idea um i got i get up early i'm gonna put the uh the pork roast in the slow cooker and i couldn't find the lid to it and without a lid a slow cooker is useless it's not true well a foil on the top i've heard that but i didn't want to trust i didn't mean it well and with that many people coming to your house i didn't want to try anything crazy right i looked and looked and looked in every cabinet and by the time i finally gave up i'm just gonna have to cook this in the oven i just realized something did you ask your mother you know, because she's been kind of messing around with stuff since she's been living with us. Maybe she's the one who misplaced it. Oh, you think she took it back upstairs? No, 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 no. I'm not just saying. In, she in has an effort not to, been messing in, around with stuff. In an effort to do something nice, washing things and putting them away. You know uh, what I'm saying? Maybe it got placed somewhere. Thank you for bringing that to the table. Mark. So did you cover the pork roast when you cooked it in the oven? Yes, I put it or? in the oven in a big roasting pan. I put a little bit of uh, liquid, you know, water in the bottom, and I seasoned it, and I... I covered it loosely with foil. I cooked it all day, seven or eight hours on 275, and it was good. It's a good thing. My company was early, and I was shredding the pork roast when they arrived. Well, that's what Susan says on our Facebook page. She says she's cooked pork both ways, covered and not. Yeah. I know the concern was if you don't cover it, sometimes it can dry out. I didn't know whether to cover it or not. Yeah. Big. I wanted it to cook. And she says, my best results have been covered with a tent of foil. I season it, lay onion slices on top, Mm. use a meat thermometer so you aren't tempted to lift it. Don't have that. You don't have a meat thermometer. Murphy. Hmm. It's called your finger. What? No, I'm just kidding. I would not do that. I'm an old like I'm a. No. I just was taught, I guess, the country way to cook. We didn't I mean, have all that fancy stuff, so that's how I'm not how I was taught. Seven hours in the oven, I'm pretty sure it's cooked, right? Who needs yeah. a meat thermometer? Yeah, well, because it's a gadget. Of, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, some of the cool uh, digital ones. Really cook, yeah, yeah. mine. Mine is a you know thermometer goes in the meat and the cord comes out, which now they have cordless, but that's expensive. Yeah. And then yeah. and then it it reads it. You know, you just sit it right there, and the timer goes off when the temperature is reached. Well, there you go. There's a good gift for me or something. That's but. Not, and I'll get the cordless kind. That way I can read it from the backyard. Right. And I want to say I appreciate all of the advice on our Facebook yeah, there page was because a ton. I went to it and I did the loose covered foil because of your advice. And it was perfect. In fact, we're having pork, pulled pork tacos again tonight. Yeah. And for the rest of the week. <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. The latest from Paris on the Kim Kardashian robbery, whether the world believes it or not. The latest is next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Because it's such a big, almost unbelievable story, some people in the media are saying this Kim Kardashian robbery thing has been blown out of proportion and maybe it didn't happen this way. Here's what we do know because Paris officials are not saying much. Kim's saying she was lying in bed when she heard foot, you know, foot stomps coming up mm-hmm. the stairs of her two-story private apartment. She saw a masked man and then a guy in a police hat barge in, get in. She picks up her phone to try to call her bodyguard because he's out with some of the other family members right. guarding them since she was safely tucked away. And they took away her phone. They zip tied her hands. They used duct tape to, you know, tie her up as well and then eventually put it over her mouth because she was crying, begging, screaming. Uh, they didn't speak 
any English. She they only spoke in French, and she didn't understand. The only word she says she understand she understood was ring, which they were after a four point five million dollar right. ring, and they certainly got it. The bodyguard showed up about two minutes after the robbers got away, and no statement yet from the Kardashian family. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider.